Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of It's an Okay Podcast. Hi. It's an extra special episode today because we're all together in the same room. Oh, my goodness. Ow. Reach out and touch somebody's hand. I was like, I don't know that. I thought you were going to say, we all need somebody to... (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. So how was everybody's weekend? We're all together, but you know we all had separate weekends. Didn't we know did. we're together. We did. Um, Beth, how's your weekend? My it was your birthday. Was amazing. It was my birthday. Um, I was a little too lit. I so loved the cognitive dissonance for once because I was supposed to be in Mexico, but I'm here. So we pretended we were in Mexico. Period. Got home at nine a.m. You know? As you should. That was the best 29th birthday ever. Yay! I'm glad. Yeah, it was actually really good. Everybody was there. Kudos. Everybody showed up. Sister came into town, surprised me. I know you cried. Gucci bags. Gucci bag. You're just going to be passive with those tears. She is. She is. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Samalia, how was your weekend? I had a great weekend. That's it. Samalia's <laughs> man's is in town. So her and her man's went to the boat. She took me with her. She, I was the third wheel. I tagged along. I was a tag along. But it was fun. We took a couple pictures of you guys on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. He's very knowledgeable, very smart. People in his his crew is very nice as well. Yeah. Um, I think it was fun. Um, I celebrated Beth's birthday and I sold the Jonas Brothers. I did. I wore a red dress. Because it's only right. If you're gonna go to a Jonas Brothers concert, you gotta do it right. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the that's the recap. That's what everybody did this weekend. Yeah. So today we're gonna be talking about Toxic relationships and friendships. <laughs> you can tell I'm excited about this. Yeah, <laughs> it was really funny because, like, I was like, you guys, can we talk about more fun topics? And they're like, yeah, sure. And I was like, what's today's topic? And they were like, toxic relationships. <laughs> 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 so we're going to have so much fun today. <laughs> yeah, we are. I think it's going to be a good episode. Okay, so I don't know about you guys. But I tend, maybe it's just me. <laughs> no, I am clean. Is it me? Is it me? Am I the drama? <laughs> That's how I feel. But like, literally, I have had dealt with so many toxic people, and I know that other people have dealt with toxic people. And so I just want to like, not you looking at me. <laughs> I was just saying that if you have, you know, just talk about our experiences and like what we how we handle maybe those people because like you know sometimes i want to gather someone's edges what does or, that mean or put my hands on them but i don't you know when you gather your edges in a ponytail like, gather somebody when you i want to gather your edges oh, i want to snatch you. your edges i want to okay. yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> not okay <laughs> oh is that what it means um yeah i mean yeah we i feel like we all deal with toxic people for sure mm-hmm. and i also think that Something that I learned that's really helped me is, like, your people are going to be, like, who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're going to be who they are to anyone, and you just have to be the person who's, like, absolutely not. Because I think before, I felt a lot of the same way of feeling like, I felt like toxic people were just, like, flocking to me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. until I was like, okay, you know what? If I just feel like someone's doing something, I'm just going to either remove them or take a step back. And I feel like I do spend a lot more time by myself, and I think that's why I was, like you know, very hesitant to talk about this because I'm like, right now on the stage that I'm in in my life, I spend a lot of time by myself. I'm by myself 97% of the time. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, um, you're black. You're never really alone. <laughs> <laughs> because truth be told. Continue. Can you please that? That needs to be the... <laughs> It needs to be the thing. That's a funny TikTok. Yeah. You guys are silly. But, yeah, I think right now in the stage of my life, I'm just spending a lot of time by myself. So I, I still do deal with people. Like, I still do come across people who are toxic. But in terms of, like, toxic relationships, it's I think it's been, like a, yeah, like, a while for me. Like, I can pinpoint mine. No, yeah. But that's, and that's not your... Obviously, once you've had one toxic relationship, it's not to say, like, you're going to keep having these toxic relationships however like what you took from your toxic relationship like I know that for me personally like I think we've all at least encountered someone that was toxic we've had a previous relationship at some point that was toxic and in that toxicity yeah taught us something about ourselves that's true and personally for me like I know when I was dating the person I was dating um 
because I was in a narcissistic abuse abusive relationship. So I had someone that was like, you know, on the I mean, my sisters felt it. They didn't like it. But my mom, because my mom's like, let's get this bread. She was more like, oh, he's made you calm. Right? And so I'm thinking, oh, okay, cool. He must be a good person. No, y'all, he was terrible. <laughs> You're like, actually, he's just taken away my whole <laughs> he sense of self. self. Yeah. <laughs> and you thought cognitive dissonance was a thing back then? Yeah. It was definitely like, I didn't know. I was like, yeah, I'm just here. Do you think that the pe- the person is toxic or do you think the relationship is toxic? I think that there's attributes of the person that come like we all have our own identities right well we would like to we're all raised because like we grew up in the same house but we have several we have different identities because we just don't have the same yeah Yeah. we we have different experiences but we grew up in the same house so that's to say like our relationships are not going to be the same, even yeah. though we grew up in the same environment. So I think that the attributes of a person mm-hmm. are what make the relationship toxic because it doesn't always start off toxic. Like we didn't start off fist to cuffs. We, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just feel like it, relationships don't start off that way. And I feel like if a person, um, like people do have a tendency of, I think certain people bring out the worst in people. Yeah. Not, yeah, I agree with your question. I, I or like I, I feel like in my instance, a lot of my toxic relationships was the relationship itself. I don't think like because I think that in those relationships, people can easily say I was the toxic one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that it definitely was the relationship itself because I'm just thinking of like once I was once I was made like insecure in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I do think that I might have become a little bit of the one who was toxic because now I'm like, now I've got this like extra hold where I'm like, I want to hang out all the time. And if we're not hanging out, what are you doing behind my back? Yeah. So I, and that is toxic. So I feel like I was triggered in my relationship from someone's toxicity and then I became a toxic person and then the relationship just became toxic Toxic. overall. Yeah. It's like what we were talking about earlier when it's just like I don't don't let your toxicity become my yeah. toxicity like yeah. I don't want your everyone trauma. goes through challenges but yeah. like sometimes you allow people people will allow their trauma to inform how they deal with like well I was traumatized someone you know cheated on me in a previous relationship so now I need to know where you are at, at, at all times yeah. it's like actually that's not actually, I don't want to know where you are and that's why I'm not in a relationship <laughs> so I'm like listen I can't handle it so I'm just not. Well, like different people are, are, you know. I think that what I have found personally is that if if my relationship is one of trust and I don't feel like unnecessarily triggered, then I really don't care where you are because mm. I trust that you're going to be, mm. you know, like yeah. I have my own thing. Like I'm, yeah, you know, I don't have time to be following up and you know what are you doing? Where's yeah. your location? Yeah. Like no, I mean, you know, are you consistent with me? Are you a consistent person in my life? Are you someone who brings? calm and not anxiety and if you are then you know live your life yeah um but I think I have definitely had relationships where I'm like well where are you you know like well, yeah. what are you doing that, that was because that person was my body was reacting to things that my mind hadn't caught up with yet so my body like was just like something's wrong something's yeah. off and because I didn't have the words for it then I just allowed myself to kind of spiral as opposed right. to being like, actually, no, this isn't, I don't like the way I feel. Mm. And you might not be doing anything wrong. Um, but the fact that this relationship is bringing me to a place where I feel con- like I'm not an anxious person and I'm feeling anxious. Mm. This is just not a good, it's not a healthy, healthy space for me. Yeah. And you might not be doing anything, but you're bringing something out of me. Something out is coming out of me that I don't like. And it's not, you know, in alignment with my highest self and, so, you know, it's just not a good fit. So, yeah, it's just not going to work out. I think that's yeah. so true. Just to touch on what you said earlier about, um, like, I used to make excuses for people. So, like, if they had a trauma in their life, mm-hmm. I would make excuses for that trauma as to why they were such a, like, not nice person to me. <laughs> not what you were going to say. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I was like, let me, let me bring it in. But, yeah, I would make excuses, and I feel like I allowed them to inflict, like, trauma on me because I'm like, well, they've been through so much in their life. Yeah. And I just think that's such an important thing of like, just cause, just cause you've been through trauma does not mean you get to traumatize me. Correct. Yeah. Correct. 1000%. You keep that over there or take it to get help. You know, I'm supportive of you getting help if that's what you need. Um, but that support not, might not come, you know, in the role of the girlfriend. Like, right. I can support you as a friend. Right. Um, while you get the help that you need. But I also have to 
put your, you know, your face mask on first or your oh, oxygen, oxygen mask, mask on, on first. Yeah. Before you I'm over here like, save the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could do that. No, but, that's the, but that's the like Libra because Libras are like, that. we have that stereotype of like, I, I can fix you. Yeah. I don't want to fix you. Yeah, yeah. you can stay over there. We've already we've already done one. Not a We're not. I can't. I'm not. Lied on the resume. I'm gonna let you know that I lied on the resume. I'm gonna let you know. I, I don't know I how to not, do this job. I am not qualified. I'm not qualified for this. No. So, um, what? It, oh, in terms of like, uh, I guess. Because I, I, I know, like, once you... You only have one. I feel like you only have one. I only tried to only have one. Um, what did you learn about yourself? That I could be toxic, too. That, like, I have, like, a lot of stuff that, like... I had to pinpoint what it was that I was feeling. It taught me how to take control of my own emotion. Mm-hmm. And not let other people control my emotion. And not let other people have such a, like, influence over my life. Yeah. Same. I will tell you... Because... It's like now, if somebody, it's like really, really weird. It's like almost like an outer body experience because before, like somebody, like, I mean, you know, somebody could do something and it would get me in my emotions so quick. Y'all know, I was like super like, Mm -hmm. Like reactive, reactive. And now like somebody could say something like, especially relationship wise, they could like do something. Like I was just talking to a guy. He literally pursued me and I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) Like, that's great. No, listen, he perceives me, right? I'm like, that's great, cool, I'm, I'm in this. And, like, Monday night, right, he's all about me. By Friday evening, he is, like, non-existent. Yeah. And I'm like, normally, I would be stewing. I'd be, like, going crazy. Yeah. But all I did was, like, I addressed it, and I'm like, hey, like, listen, if you are not interested, it is best that you let someone else know. So, And he's like, well, I just need space. Fine, take your space. Space is always good for mental clarity because it'll help you understand where you are. However, please do not use space as a way to have me standing here yeah. waiting around for somebody that is not coming back. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, just say because it with you're your too chest. afraid to be, actually be honest. To be honest. Yeah. Just say what it is because that in itself is a toxic thing to do to someone else. Yeah. You are allowing me to stay in a place knowing that you have no intention yeah. of coming back to the area. Yeah. So you want me to stand around. Like a love sick puppy. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Renee Brown who talks about the fact that clarity is kind. It is. Right? Like sometimes people will think, well, oh, well, being vague is, oh, I don't know, I'll be back because I don't know my feelings. But yeah. it's like, actually, just be clear. Like, yeah. I'm not really into this right now, but I think that you're cool. And, you know, maybe if, so we go, go do your thing. And maybe if, you know, things align in the future, we can revisit sure. this. Yeah. yeah. But like some people are so afraid and they're thinking they're, it's like, you have to be cruel to be kind, right? Some people think that, oh, well, if I say something... Like, confrontation is conf- automatic. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, automatically it's like, a negative. And that's no, crazy to like, me. Con- confrontation is actually... It's, like, good. It's just part of life. It is so It is so unnecessary. And, like, you know, just off of the little incident that happened over the weekend, you know, I think that the confrontation, like, for us, it's, like, funny to me. Because, like, like you were saying, so many people do not think confrontation is healthy. But they don't understand that you, every time that you don't speak up for something that upsets you, you are, that is a trauma response, not only that, but you are, um, you are hurting yourself more than you're hurting the other person because you're, you're silencing a piece of you because you, out of fear that nobody is going to like what you have to say. Yeah. And I think that that is absolute asinine to think well, that some people's families treat them that way and that's why they, that thinking didn't come from anywhere not right. that it's healthy in relationships but I feel like for a lot of people they were probably were told um, like their, that their opinions didn't matter when they were little <laughs> ooh like a snake <laughs> oh, no but they used to get really mad at me because I was afraid of confrontation yeah but I never had to do it because I had no personality and I'd be you doing it for you yeah, because I'm like we're not doing this just suppressed Deep, it was deep, 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 deep. I get mad at my friends too. Like my one friend, she was going through some stuff and I just was like, girl, if you don't speak up, I'm going to, I'm going to box you because at this point, like, and I, and I bet I mean, I saw like your therapist, <laughs> but I don't feel like, I don't mean it in like a bad way. It's just yeah. like, girl, like, why are you Everyone's letting, not built like that, but though. it's just built different. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. It's just something yeah. about me. But no, I know what it is. I think the why I'm so reactionary is that little girl that was like bullied and picked on that did for two years did not speak up. Yeah. And like 
it's almost kind of like hypervigilance for not speaking up those two years. Mm, yeah. It was like, y'all, I was really, I did not speak up. I didn't speak up for myself because out of fear, I want everyone to like me back then. And I think once I got past the fact, like, these motherfuckers aren't going to like me regardless, no right. matter what I do. So you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm going to say what I got to say. Because at the end of the day, you're never going to like me. Yeah. So why am I going to why am I gonna hurt myself? Because it already hurts that you're coming at me this way and I'm sitting here taking it because yeah. I really want to go upside your head. But it hurts. It's like it's not doing me any justice not saying anything. And I feel like when I say something, you know not to cross me. Right. You know not to come over here. With, uh, have you seen that me? So come over here with that bullshit. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? So it's like I feel like when you when you let it be known, like people know your boundaries and they know what threshold you hold. Yeah. You because like one of the girls, she the same friend, she was like, I don't think I've ever experienced um, the confrontations that you've experienced. And I said, Do you ever stand up for yourself? She goes, No. Well, yeah, you're not yeah. going to. You yeah. don't tell people that how they make you feel. Right. You just hold resentment and then expect them to read your mind, and that's not okay. Right. Yeah. And that in turn creates toxic patterns right so i think so i agree and i also think that some like understanding that people are wired differently so it's i don't typically have the same confrontations but it's not that i don't speak up for myself Mm -hmm. i speak up for myself in a different way in a different way right and i think that if you're someone who's really like like overt with the way that you stand up for yourself sometimes it's easy to think that someone who is more reserved in the way they stand up for themselves Mm -hmm. is not is just kind of letting people walk all over them and I don't think that I let people walk. I think the people who've walked all over me have been people who have serious boundary issues. Yeah. And it really wouldn't have mattered if I yelled or screamed or whatever. They would have just done what they did because that's who they are. Um, you have a way, but you still, but the thing about it is that your way of standing over people, you have a way of getting people to realize yeah. that they have done something either offensive. Because, mm-hmm. like, the way you ask it, well, do you think this is a good idea? It's like the way you ask it back, it's like, that was shade, but um, no, I don't think it was a good idea, so I won't do it again. But because I haven't, a- I didn't ask you in an aggressive way. No. It's just like, okay, I'm, what I'm going to do right now is just hold this mirror up. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and <laughs> clown. <laughs> <laughs> and you tell me what you see. Yeah. You know, like, and so I just think it's a different way to go back one to the question about like what I learned from like toxic situations that I'm, I've been in. Um, I think that my biggest thing that I my biggest takeaway is like not to deny my body's reaction to situations because I think that's what mm-hmm. I would do oftentimes I would like feel feel off but then I would like silence myself like oh it's nothing I would make excuses for people I would um because I <laughs> no I'm just like picturing Kermit the Frog it's like finish them <laughs> that's you <laughs> well no you were like like it's like am I feeling anxious and then your person's like uh, no nah, girl it's fine <laughs> no but literally I'd be like because I would always because I try to come from compassion with all people I think I would always make it somehow something that I did like oh okay well maybe if I you know responded differently and I would like twist myself into a literal pretzel trying to figure out how I could change things or change the way I was doing something so that someone else would change their behavior mm. and the biggest thing for me is realizing that I may be doing something that's upsetting you but if the way that you're responding isn't a it, it's not in a way that's building a relationship if it's actually destructive then I get to decide that I don't want to be a part Continue, of that yeah. yeah and and it was a big shift for me there was like I had this one big conflict and um not one big conflict but I, there was a, a moment of conflict you guys were on the phone that's all we'll say about that but like you guys were there and and I just remember in the moment like I was trying to get someone to understand and they just weren't going to understand and at that moment it was just like there's really nothing I could say I could I could be in tears I could be yelling I could or I could be quiet and I'm like actually I want to do the thing that's most that's true to me and for me that's let me just get to a, a better place. Let me just remove myself from the situation, and I'm going to allow you to sit here, and you can figure out what what just happened. Argue but I'm, myself. yeah, you can argue. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. You'll never get I the know, chance. That because be I like, know how I brought this cake in here. <laughs> You'll never get yeah. the chance to treat me like a piece of shit again. <laughs> this is your grandma. <laughs> It really is his grandma on his own. You'll never get the chance to treat me like I'm a piece of shit again. 
<laughs> that's the biggest thing that's, I've learned. It's just to not, to like trust my own intuition, own, yeah. to stand in the truth of what I'm experiencing mm-hmm. and not try to make excuses for why, well, they, I know that they're a kind person, so they wouldn't do this. It's like, okay, well, maybe they are, but something's just happened. So yeah. it, allow that to be what it is and adjust accordingly because I always want to be true to who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't want, uh, want to allow negative situations to pull me outside of myself. Mm-hmm. I, think that's, I think that's like a mouthful because it's like, yeah. What did you learn? What did I learn? Mm-hmm. The one thing I've learned um, about myself is I had, so like I used to be, like I said, I was reactionary. And for me, I had the, um, I've, I had the count to 10 in my head. Does that work? Yes. It does. And, and the walk away. Okay. It does. So sometimes, or like, like you remember, I had the old boss who would like scream in my face. Yeah, girl, and you know me. Yeah. Like what? The fact that you're like y'all, you still have your job. You sure do. Because in my head, I counted to ten. Yeah. And then if if she was still going, I would excuse myself to take a breather because it's like in that moment, if I see red, it's not gonna be good for anybody. Yeah. So I just need to. I need to abort mission hmm. because um, because of how my last relationship was, because of how toxic it got, you know, my the therapist that I was going to was like, girl, I mean, I remember calling you and you're like, girl, you cannot do that. And yeah. I'm like, well, and like, you know, I felt ashamed. I felt shameful. But then afterwards I was like, okay, yeah. So I've got to come up with a different way. Like I should not allow somebody to push me to a point that I feel that I have to attack them. Yeah. And if I feel that I have to attack them, I express that I probably shouldn't be in the room with them. No, 100%. So yeah. now I'm like, okay, if I feel myself getting to that point. It's I just the word attack. <laughs> attack. <laughs> I remove myself. I just, and I have to because it's not for, it's not necessarily for your safety. It's for my own because yeah. I don't trust myself. So It's for everybody. Yeah. yeah, it's for everyone. I think I think I said something this morning yesterday along the lines of like telling people no it, or sometimes saying no is like, healthy for everybody because yeah. it's like oh because somebody was like I feel bad that I that that um I'm not going out with Beth do you think she's upset and I was like no and she was like I feel like I'm just gonna be a bump on a log I'm like yeah sometimes just being like no it's good because why like you wouldn't want somebody sitting there like bringing your energy down and then if you don't want to be there you no know, if you don't want to be there around like you know energies that you don't want to be around it's just, then it's vibe, just yeah you know? if it's not your vibe then it's, it's just best <laughs> then it's just best to say no because then it like you're affected because you don't want to be there, and then Beth's affected because she's like, "What's wrong with Smyrna? yeah?" You know, yeah. so shit. Is Beth like, "What's wrong with Smyrna?" Is Beth like, "It's lit, let's party." Elizabeth, probably the my sister. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> She'd be like, "What's wrong? What's wrong? Who did something? Who said something to you? Somebody said something to you. <laughs> Which one was it? Did you say something to my sister?" And it's like, <laughs> and did, <laughs> and sure will act like that. You know, and I feel like I there. I think I think I do kind of teeter back on what Corey said about like taking things and like becoming the toxic person like I'm not trying to be funny I'm a pretty I'm like I'm pretty damn good in a relationship to people um I think I have toxic I think I have toxic more so toxic traits now than I did before because I'm quick to like leave people like now when um somebody does something to me it's a quick block and I don't think that that's healthy I think it's like it is healthy to hold a boundary but like it's not fair to the other person and I know it's not fair to the other person because if it was me on the at that receiving end yeah I would feel some type of way that somebody just could not express themselves or work it out or work it out but it's like for me because when I care I feel like I think I think what happened in my last relationship has made it where now it is really hard for me to be vulnerable with somebody else. Yeah. And and even just like, you know, in the talking stage. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, you did something I don't like? Block. And and I'm trying not to be down, like... down, blocking Yana. Yeah, it down. I want to see you block down. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it's crazy because like, everyone's like, well, what, what... You guys used to ask me all the time, like, so how are things with you? And like, I'm like, what guy? And it would not, it's not on no, like, disrespect. I really would just chuck. It's on disrespect. No, it would be, it was potent. It would be on some, like, literal, you would ask me, and it would it would just be out of sight, out of mind. i chuck yeah. them out of my mind because, like, I just feel like the person that's meant for me mm-hmm. is not going to upset me in a way that is going to trigger a trauma response. Yeah. I So I agree, but I also would push back a little bit that sometimes, like, you have to... 
like it depends on the the trauma response right i'll say that right but sometimes like discomfort is a part of growth right and so you can't be comfortable all the time yeah you can't be uncomfortable all the time but you shouldn't also just not be comfortable all the time and when situations arise where you're like that brings up discomfort it just push it away because it's uncomfortable so you know it's obviously it's not some the people that you're probably talking about you probably don't need to have in your life so i'm not going to push back on that (laughs) just saying like when you get to a place and you're dealing with a quality person there are going to be times where you're triggered there are times where i'm triggered where i'm like oh i thought i was healed and now that i'm in a relationship there are there are aspects of my that my heart of my heart that are becoming more accessible to that person and those are areas that i wouldn't necessarily deal with on my own but because i'm in a relationship i'm like oh wait like actually that bothers me let me sit with myself and figure out why i'm bothered and it's helpful when you're in a healthy relationship when you have someone who's actually constantly Community, trying to work and trying to work with you, mm-hmm. trying to understand where you're coming from, and can hold space for you to be upset. Like, yeah. okay, well, you're upset, and I'm gonna sit here and and wait for you to 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 you know work through whatever you're working through. And I think that, and I think that is true. Um, but in my experience, I've dealt with people that for me, it's like in the very beginning, we're not even like a yeah, couple yet, fair. and it's like we're not even we haven't even made it to commit committed yeah and you're already bringing a trauma response yeah you gotta go because yeah, yeah. i'll bust you upside your head yeah. and i really won't feel bad about it right so if it, and, and that's I, a problem and that's a problem you know what i mean and <laughs> so, but I so can, we don't get there we're just so we don't get there we're just gonna yeah. end it now yeah. because yeah. i've got to walk away from you because and i don't care yeah. how much i like you yeah it's just you're doing something that i can see potentially being something that might forego the process that I or the the progress that I've made it derailed yeah yeah I think early in the early stages there's nothing wrong with that like again I trust that train is on the track we are headed to the Eli train station (laughs) you know what I mean yeah so that's just like something that I you know wanted to talk about in terms of like those relationships because I know that it's not just relationships you could have a toxic friendship you could have a toxic um you know, I've dealt with toxic workplaces. Yeah. You know, you there's toxicity everywhere, okay? Yeah. Well, anywhere there's people. There's toxicity. <laughs> In nature, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I want to say that, because um, for me, like, my toxicity didn't show up as, like, a, something negative. Uh-huh. Like, it showed up as, like, extra love. That's also a trauma response of, like, holding on tighter. Because I, mine wasn't necessarily, like, I'm going to cut you off and, like, Mine was like, like I'm, yeah. Mine was like, I'm gonna love you more. Oh, we yeah. all have the different. We all have those. We all have the different ones. Well, I've learned to not be as anxiously attached. I've learned to just be like, I let things be what they what they are. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm not in a relationship, so that's why I'm saying this. Like, if I was in a relationship, <laughs> it probably look a little different. But um, <laughs> like in terms of my friendships, I just let things be what they are. Yeah. Because you can. Like you can still strangle someone, you know what I mean? Like yeah. even Little if you're girl, holding me. tighter, you could strangle someone. So yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like toxicity doesn't yeah. only look one way. It doesn't right. it? Doesn't only look like you know? It's not always like yelling or like, right. No, no, yeah, it's, it's like my, it's, it's like digs and like withholding information. Right. Oh no, that's so, not me. I'm yeah, like sometimes I want to like, know everything. Here's everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's it's toxic a bit too much. Yeah, that's still too well, much. and that's why I feel like in certain certain regards, like. I think that in your your struggle with some of your friendships that I, at least I've heard you talk to me about is just the fact that you're overly giving. They think that it's not genuine because they would not overly give to you. So why the hell is this girl overly giving to me? Yeah. Um, because it's a setup. And that's what, that's probably why they're kind of like me where I'm like avoidant. You're, I feel like you're now starting to become secure. You're securely attached in your friendships. Yeah. I think I'm, a, I think I'm, I've gotten a avoidant attachment with my friends because, but that's just because how many friends in my past growing up yeah. did a lot of stuff that was like, what? Yeah. I mean, I, I think one of the hardest things to do in friendship is like shift from an unhealthy, any relationship is to shift from unhealthy to health. Mm. And I think definitely for me, when I was, I, I would say on aggregate, I am securely attached and I look for people who are also securely attached. Well, who are, they might have some, I, there's, I have some, you know, anxiety. They might have some anxiety, but together we don't create anxiety for one another. Yeah. Right. right. 
And so I think that I can think back to some friendships when I was younger, um, like high school and like early college, where it definitely was this just an unhealthy friendship and trying to like, cause I don't like to lose friends. Like I'm like, if I get to the place, the t like the point of calling you a friend, then I would like to keep the friendship forever. Um, and so I would have people in my life where I'm like, look, you know, I know that I haven't been a perfect friend to you. You haven't been a perfect friend to me. Like, let's talk about it. And to see, like, sometimes people are going to just not be able to have, they're not going to be able to rise to that occasion, right? Like, or they're not going to want to, yeah. you know, not everybody wants to salvage everything. And so I think it's part of that understanding is like, sometimes, you know, you, you have to let people be where they want to be, you know? And, but in doing that, you kind of create space for, for others. Like, you know, if you only got, you know, six lot, you only got four seats in your car, Yeah. you know? So why, if there's someone who doesn't want to be there, why keep them in the spot? Right. You know, like they're not providing snacks. They're no, not paying for they're gas. not contributing to gas. Yeah. You know? Girl, they're, they're playing, playing even, the music. Let no, me just like, they're, they're not, not even playing the music. They're not, they're not playing the music. music people want to hear. Yeah. Everyone in the car is like, could we play this? And they're like, I don't even want to hear this, but nah, yeah. we going to listen to this. Exactly. And so sometimes I think it's best. It's like, all right, look, it's not always a bad thing to realize that that your friendship is no longer you know compatible with all sometimes things have to come to an end yeah and so and it's no welcome to do no, no no stream no, grand grace no. on all platforms by no hard feelings by grand grace streaming, streaming on all, <laughs> streaming platforms. all digital streaming platforms <laughs> thank you um, <laughs> No, yeah. I just, I, I, I just want to say um, something that I learned coming out of my, like, one of my toxic relationships and what, what I bring into my relationships now is something that you said, like, people, I, and, and in a relationship I'm in, I'm like, I don't need you to need me. I yeah. don't need you to need to be here because when you start needing to be here, <laughs> no, literally, when you start, when you feel like you need to be here, you won't put in an effort. You might not even want to be here, but you think you have to stay out of obligation. I want you to want to be here. Yeah. I want you to bring a newness and a freshness every time you see me. Yeah. And But I think, like, with that, with bringing that into all my relationships, I also have to create a space for people to, like, want and need me and not be like, I want you to want me all the time, but I'm here all the time. So yeah. you don't, I'm not going to even give you time to want me because I'm just going to be here. Yeah. I think that that's, that's, I don't know. I feel like, for me... When I was in college, I had a, I was still to this day I have a friend, and it was really funny, y'all. I'm not even trying to be funny. She invited me to her, uh, what's it called, like a baby shower where they like do the gifts and the games and all that. Mm -hmm. It was virtual because it was during COVID. And the crazy thing about it is, I feel like I feel like I mesh better with people that are avoided, attached, <laughs> avoidantly attached, because it's like I know that they care about me, but like we do not talk to each other, That's and it's fun. crazy. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, no, That's trauma, sis. <laughs> yeah, it might be. But listen, so like she's she's definitely securely attached. I'm definitely avoidant attached because she's she's done everything in the years of us being friends from the day that I first met this girl. She has always just been there for yeah. me, no just matter consistent. just consistent, no matter what, never switched up. I don't talk to her for for years she's always there yeah and one of the things that was crazy that i think made her realize the kind of friend that i am was like at her baby shower she had all these people that were around her they know her right we're playing the games they're asking questions every single one they're like what year did he and i meet and i'm like 2014 they're like what um they're she's like when's my birthday december 11th and like i haven't talked to the girl and since I moved, so four years, haven't talked to her. These people are around her, and they were getting stuff wrong. And I'm like, we don't talk. Yeah. Like, we do not see each other. Because you have a heart deep down inside. It's not even deep. <laughs> she don't even got to dig deep for it. She doesn't. She just be like, here is a wall and a chain and some and spikes. A gate and, a <laughs> and a moat and there's alligators. <laughs> Right there, you, just, you, can you just gotta it. get through stuff to get to it. Like, I see it. <laughs> if you if you survive the question, <laughs> and you're back to your challenge, back to your should you choose to accept? <laughs> no, just funny because like on the horizon, you're like, oh wow, like I don't understand why everybody says this is so hard. It's like right there, and, like, and then you like, then you're like, flesh eating bacteria, flesh <laughs> <laughs> eating alligators. <laughs> Because, like, people, no, I really think that that's how people see me. Because, like, when they first meet me, they're like, wow, she's so open. It's like, 
but I think that's, am I? I I don't think that's a bad thing yeah I don't think that's a bad thing I think it was probably really like jarring for your friends like when we like we surprised you on your birthday yeah when you like teared up they're like what the hell hey if you're gonna cry, cry. Yeah. If seeing someone get emotional it makes you, it makes your heart untinned, Grinch, then that's fine. <laughs> like, allow that. Allow that. Because I think that that's because I'm seen as more of the like aggressor, which is annoying to me. But whatever. Yeah, it is annoying to me too. But, but I, I and and I, I'm okay with taking that title because baby, when y'all need somebody to say something, is this shit not getting handled? Something. Who gonna say something? Because it ain't gonna be you. It's gonna be me. Anyways, and but some people I have been selective about speaking up for because I'm like. Mm. I'm going to let you sit in that, sis, because whenever it's me, you ain't got nothing to say. But I will say some people are learning because the one thing that happened and that one person that I never expected to say anything, the fact that they said something, I was like, dang. Yeah. Maybe it's rubbing off. Maybe. Because this is all I've ever wanted. I just want you guys, like, you saying something is not going to create issues. Mm -hmm. You just, you know, like, kindly putting someone in a place of like, hey, like, think about that. Yeah. What do you think you've learned from seeing other people go through toxic situations, relationships, and work situations? Um, I think that what I've learned is nothing. Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. No, I can't lie. No, no, I cannot lie. No, I have learned. (laughs) I say not a damn. I've learned something, but my the stuff that I learned is just like I think I learned grace. Mm from other people watching other people handle situations because where they show grace to certain people it's like girl I would have dragged them across the floor already and they're like you know just give me give me a second I remember in high school um my friend Lexi she actually got upset with me because there something had happened and I had stood up for her she's like I never asked you to do that and it was like at that point it was like you know I got so used to fighting Corey's battles all the time so mm-hmm. to fight someone else's battle and them not actually like I'm sitting appreciate here like it. Yeah. yeah and it's not even that she didn't mean to appreciate it it's just like she didn't ask me to open my mouth yeah and she might have another way to hand, handle it. another way to handle it and in her mind she thought I was making this situation worse right. she doesn't want to because she exactly because she doesn't handle the confrontation the exact same way it actually gives her anxiety when I would do stuff like that and then it would put all the attention on her because they're like looking at her it's like what are you about to do what are you going to do about that that she's done so that she's made it this big and it's like you know what I had to learn that okay I've got to let this person have grace with whatever the situation is and when they say um Attack, Kika. That's when I go, you know, like yeah. a pit bull. I'm glad. Yeah. But a locked dog. Sometimes you be making me anxious. Like, that's okay. I'll handle it for you. Like, please no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Exactly. And then she wonders why. She's like, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, because you're crazy. Because I love you. <laughs> I want to go back to what you were saying about like how you're you hadn't spent that much time with your friend, but like everybody um, like spent more time and like knew. I think for me that was something that was really hard when I was like getting rid of friends. Um, and like friends that I had had for a long time. Oh, is, my friends that last year are gone. But, but you know that I still see them. And they stink like shit. <laughs> the um, remix. You never did that. <laughs> it's I didn't the know re- you had Weezy on the remix. Weezy Lil Keezy. No, but yeah, no, that was something that was really. Because I would, I would, I would always call you and be like, we don't we we don't spend that much time together and you would always be like I don't think it's about like the time you spend together I think it's about how they make you feel when yeah. you're spending the time together yeah which I think is so important because I wouldn't I would see my friends a lot like I would see them all the time and I would often conflate with seeing my friends all the time with them being good friends yeah and that honestly wasn't the case not at all no not at all um and I would come home and like know that I didn't want to see those people but like didn't want to like spend time I didn't want to be by, by myself like spend time by myself so I would be like I'm just gonna go hang out with them knowing that when I got home yeah. I was gonna feel like crap yeah. after I hung out with and them and you're gonna call me and tell me that you felt like crap and I was gonna be like I will literally pay you not to see them <laughs> that was like something that was really hard for me because I, I thought like I mean yeah, I would feel crummy every single time I, I was finishing out with these people but I would still hang out with them because I was like well it's something to do it's, it's like they were yeah they were here they were like they filled a void yeah, I'm not gonna lie. They filled a void. Like, is it like a love addiction almost? Where you're like, I do just... have. A, yes, you know, I'm like, I willingly give out love to anybody. Yeah. I'm like the first to like 
to be like, I love you. Yeah. Because I do. Because I just love, I just want to give all the love to people. I just want to make a cake. What are you doing? Did Debbie Ryan? Because that isn't. The, <laughs> can't, can't, can't relate. relate. Can't relate. <laughs> but that's also unhealthy to be like, and that's something that I learned in therapy is to not, because my in my mind, I'm like, everybody is worthy of love. So yeah. why not give everybody that's, love? Right. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's the hard thing, like as a Christian, right? Because you're like, God made you, yeah. you know, like you're there, you have inherent value because God made you. And so I want to be able to like, be able to give you love because like, I love God and God made you. Um, and so, but then realizing that like, you know, you know, I'm not Jesus and, uh, like I'm, I'm not like Jesus already died on the cross, mm-hmm. so I don't have to, you know? And so, I think it was a part of my self-love journey because a yeah. lot of the like literature that I was reading in my self-love journey was like, I am worthy. I am worthy of love because I exist. Yeah. And so that was a part of me learning to love myself because mm-hmm. I would in my old toxic relationships feel like I had to do something for people to love me. And yeah. so I think a part of my self-love journey was like knowing that I actually didn't have to do anything for people to love me. And so I think I brought that in my own self-love and how I loved people. Cause I yeah. do think in the ways that you love yourself is a lot of the ways that you love others. Yeah. And so, and I do shower myself with gifts. Like that was a big part of my self-love journey. The first Christmas that I like, mm. you know, have the euphoria <laughs> where I learned to love myself. I bought myself so she many gifts. So many like gifts. Two Corinne from Corinne. <laughs> and wrapped them. And wrapped them up. Get the, and put them under the Christmas tree. She I sure did. I did. And opened them like she got, the, she, each one was hella surprised. <laughs> like, you know, you got yourself, you gave this. You're like, oh my God. Thanks for meeting me. Love it. <laughs> But no, I had so much love to give and I was just like, why don't you just give it to yourself? Yeah. And that was really, that was like revolutionary for me. I'm not going to lie. That was like, that was a turning point in my life where I was like, I could just give it to myself. Yeah. But I I think that's why people think that like mainly me because, okay, so y'all know me and most of my life I've always been like, oh, friends, 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 friends. Like I was always at a friend's house. I was Mm -hmm. never home. Right. And then the older I got, I was just kind of like, oh, these people are shitty. Kind of hate them. Like, I just would rather, in the love I'm giving to these people, I'm going to give to myself. So, like... Did you realize that before dad or after dad? Um, no, no, no. Dad, dad, the stuff when we were little was about you guys, like, me fighting Corinne. Okay. The stuff when I got older, dad never really talked to me. You should put that in the last episode. The stuff that dad never really talked to me about, like, my friendships and stuff. But, like, my friendships came from... Dad said, I don't care about your friends. Uh, yeah. We weren't allowed to He said, to why friends. do you need to have sleepover? Yeah, you, you have, have a bed, bed right here. <laughs> <laughs> But low key, though, high key. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. No, so like literally, for me, when I got older, I started. I started having situations where I was just kind of like, "All right, well, I don't really necessarily like how this person makes me feel." And like, I started realizing like I would invite people to do things um, that I wanted to do, and they would never reciprocate. Mm -hmm. But like when it, because I'm the friend that like, no matter who you are, if you were like Beth, I want to go to Mar a Largo, My Largo, or Mar a Largo, I can't even say it. Um, tomorrow. I don't even know how I have, I don't even have the funds, but I'm about to sell some stuff to make sure I'm there because obviously you wouldn't have invited me if you didn't care. You didn't want me to be there. So I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure I'm there. But I realized people don't do the same for me. They don't yeah. hold the same space for me. So, cause I could be like, Hey, do you want to go next year? And they're like, you know what? I don't know. Cause I got a dog and I need to feed it. <laughs> and I'm like, I said next year, yeah, I, I need to wash my toes. And like, there's a lot of lint in my belly button. And I don't know if I can go. So I just get like hit with a lot of excuses yeah. rather than people like being like, you know what? You said we're going but already had the ticket. Yeah. It's yeah. bought. Yeah. Let's get it. You know? So but, the older I got, I just kind of got to a point where I was just like, how Corey was like poured into myself. Now, yeah. if you look at my Instagram, there was somebody there was talking to, and they were talking about how girls that only post themselves and no one else on the Instagram was annoying. And I'm like, but who's the only person who's been holding me down? Me or you? Why would I post you if in a year's time or in a month's time you're not somebody that's solid? I only have people on my page that are solid that I've been around that I know are not going anywhere because in my past I look at it as this way. That is like basically what tells you about who's in my life because as soon as you go on my page, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. And I, what I've experienced is the people that I'm, like, I'm promoting you on my page, but we're not friends. Yeah. Yeah. So w- the only person I know that I, that's had my back is me. Yeah. I um. I don't care what people do on their Instagram, but yeah, I just, I think that everything that we said is basically like pretty much like spot on from like what we, how we were 
before and what how we are after and I think everything is a journey and everything is about learning yeah and I think if you get out of a toxic relationship and you continue to be toxic like if you get out of a toxic relationship and learn absolutely nothing from that I think then you that might, might be make, the toxic person yeah, I think that might make you a toxic person but nobody comes we all have something that we can learn from even if we aren't the aggressor in the situation yeah we all have something that we can learn that we can bring into the next chapter of our life because nobody wants to continuously repeat the stuff that they're doing yeah so I think that even if you aren't like the one who's blatantly doing the bad stuff like in in my relationships I wasn't in my opinion doing things that were will hurt people mm-hmm. but like I also don't know like I could have been doing like maybe holding on really tight was something that was hurting them and I to me that seemed like love so they were doing kind of what they could to wiggle out of the 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 hold that I had and that looked like hurting me in the worst ways possible no for sure because my my ex definitely said things like me and it's never shaking because I think it's just my personality um but he said things like you're always flying off the handle I don't know what you're gonna say I don't know but it's like you're you're not knowing what I'm gonna say because like people would say something disrespectful when we were out and I'd call them out. I w- I'm sorry. You're expecting me to be the kind of woman that like stands behind you and doesn't address what is being said. Mm. I you know it's not funny and it needs to be called out. Not every situation needs to be called out. There's times where you know older family members made comments and I didn't say anything then. But if it was somebody that was our age, where there it's not flying. Yeah. yeah. So it's not about flying off the handle. It's about letting people know a boundary and, and a line that yeah. they will not cross while you're in the room. Yeah. Right. Or ever. I, I agree. I think the other thing is like realizing, I was looking up the quote, like you remain the hero of your own story even when you become the villain of someone else's story. Mm-hmm. So I think even if you have been the toxic person, right? Because we'll if you live long enough, you're going to be the villain in somebody's story. Realizing that you, you should have grace with yourself as mm-hmm. well. Like mm-hmm. so understanding that it's never too late to to get help get help go to the you need therapy you know it's it's never too late um to get help and if you are the person because I think that's the other thing right I think sometimes people feel so much shame Mm -hmm. from being toxic Mm -hmm. that they just stay that way way, yeah right and this is who I am this is just who I am right and it's like okay well Well, you know you can you can grow grow. yeah you can refine yourself a little bit you can you know take some time and figure out how to make because you actually you're you're helping yourself right you're making your future relationships deeper the connections better or at least preparing yourself to have deeper connections Mm. with that when you actually get help and and it's not it's you know you're you shouldn't feel held captive to the your decisions of the past you right. can always move to who forward used to be, yeah. but you should also hold space for the fact that you may have hurt someone right um right because yeah i i think about that a lot like i people in my past who have been like racist to me like maybe you might not be that today yeah but the last time i interacted with you this is how you made me feel and you don't get to erase that yeah so yeah. I'm glad that you have grown up and I'm glad that you have changed. But a part of growing up, yeah. to me at least, is acknowledging the wrong thing that you done. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. you didn't you weren't always a great I person. I literally just said this. You guys have to understand that when I'm like because my one thing that I can't stand is when somebody's like, Oh, you always think you're right. I don't always think I'm right, but when I'm right, I know that I'm right. And mm. when I'm wrong, I have no problem admitting that I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the difference between you and I. You're upset that I know that I'm holding my truth because I know what the hell happened. Mm. And w- because for you, you you're you would be easily swayed into believing whatever. But I'm not easily swayed because if I am right about something, I know that for a fact that this happened yeah. and I'm not going to move on that. No, However, if I of, you're not gonna bully me out yeah. of it. Yeah. However, because somebody was like, well, why don't you just be the bigger person and apologize? I'm tired of being the bigger person. I'm always but the bigger like person. But it's like not even about be- being the bigger person. Like, if you are, like, s- standing steadfast in your truth, and yeah. you're like, no, this is actually not how the cake came in. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> no, but it is, like, it but is I'm a good example. Because it was like, I, <laughs> because, but, I it, really was like, no, I am, I know what I saw. But, it's, but that is almost evident in how people are with, like, your everyday life. Because... In that moment, you're like, I know what I saw. This is me standing true and what, I, what I'm what i not going to sway on. Right. No, no, no. And then the girl's like, well, no, that's how you brought it in. Well, I didn't Even see it. Even though I didn't see it. But the thing is, if but I think sometimes people think, if I can make you feel uncomfortable enough, you won't argue with you me. You won't argue with me. And, and you'll nothing just, will change and you'll yeah. accept it. Yeah. And, and I won't have to accept responsibility for what I And that's why right. I think, that's what I think is a toxic 
thing for people. And I think people need to recognize that in people that they may interact with and in themselves. Because, like, you, for you to make somebody else feel awkward because you can't say sorry, yeah. that is not okay. You should be able, and at some point in your life, to... I hate saying sorry. But yeah. if I'm wrong, I will apologize because I just think that, like... What it, what does it do for me to withhold that from you? Yeah. I'm not out I didn't set out in my life to upset other people. So when you bring something to my attention like you did this to hurt me, I'm like I if I don't remember, I'm like okay, well, I don't remember that, but I do apologize because right. uh you know, I I can accept accountability. Yeah. There's one there's it's just funny cuz I deal with people, you know, in my everyday from a 9 to 5 and they make comments like, "Oh, you don't you don't you one thing I've learned is projection is always nearby, mm-hmm. and and what I mean by that is that like I never tell people how they are, but people love telling me how I am, and I think that that is a how they perceive how me. they perceive me, and it's like that is projection yeah. because the fact that like I don't ever sit here and 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 take tallies of everything you say and do, that to me tells me all you do is sit around waiting for the moment to pounce to, yeah. on my character, yeah. and I find that obsessive and weird yeah and toxic because i'm not like oh you you know they're like somebody said something like you need to take accountability i'm like the number one person to take accountability when something is wrong i think that that might have been something that you feel internally Mm -hmm. that -hmm. you don't do with yourself yeah but i didn't tell them that and i just kind of was like have you ever heard of matt comma you should listen to him and i walked away he's a he's a person that tells people about themselves and like i love being dragged like me it's too. Almost a little bit. It's the same thing. Yeah, I love it too. I like being dragged in a like productive way. Yeah. Like I like when someone's like, you know, you might be doing X, Y, and Z because you feel this, that, and that. And I'm like, ooh, ooh tell me more. That's Maybe why she likes talking to me every day. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me drag. So Lily really does drag me. I'm like. Y'all be dragging I'm each other. get off the phone. No, y'all drag each other because y'all. Re- I will hear you guys both of you like, I didn't call for that. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting downstairs in my room like, mm, scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> looking at orangutans. Looking at, yep. Looking at monkeys because I don't have to deal with that. I can't deal. The baby orangutans is funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that, I think it's like a loving. It's it's more like loving observations. Than it is. Like, it's not even like the other day I was talking to somebody. I was like, I'm gonna say something, and I want you to know I mean out of love. You're doing mental gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I feel like I something that's really important to me is to garner a relationship where you can be completely honest and know that everything you say. Now, if I was like Samelia, you're being fucking crazy. Yeah, that that's would be a okay. little bit. Yeah, that, that's harsh, and that's not even trying to move the conversation. Well, it's forward. not loving, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you're trying, if you felt like I was doing something um, that was destructive, mm-hmm. like there's a loving way to to, to do it to express that mm-hmm. to me. But to like be harsh to me is like without love right you know like oh, that's just stupid why would you do right. that because it, it feels as though you're making a critique of but me d- as opposed to the situation, the situation like. and that but that's so weird to me because like my friend this past weekend she was going through something and she was hesitant on telling me about what was going on we've been friends for like maybe like almost close to a year she was at my she was at my dinner and I, she was talking to me and, and she goes she didn't want to tell me what was going on and you know i'm the kind of person where i'm, I'm not gonna force you to tell me i'll wait because eventually you will um and she did in that setting but then later on she texted me she's like i'm really sorry um i don't i don't mean to be a burden to you and i had to text her back i'm like don't ever in your life text me like that again yeah i'm your friend and you have room and space to tell me about what's going on Mm -hmm. and i'm going to either help you with that or tell you what i think you should do but don't ever in your life feel that you're a burden because you express something that makes you upset yeah yeah but like i said i think a lot of people probably grow up or somehow in their People, make them feel. Up, people have made them feel like to have feelings is a burden. So, like, they're not able to hold that space for themselves. And so then that, in turn, makes them sometimes not able to hold space for other people. Oh, for sure. Ooh, unpack that. Because you know what? I do think that that might be a thing. Because I think that's probably why I deal with a lot of people that I deal with. Yeah. I think that, like, it's like you can't pour from an empty cup, right? So, like, if there's something... <laughs> Try to pour for an empty cup. Nothing made. <laughs> so like one droplet. <laughs> how, can, how can I sploosh? <laughs> I'll love again when this fills up. Okay. It's like a collar. <laughs> it's a collar. <laughs> You're doing the most. Okay. Okay. It's a basket with the holes on the side. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I think that like if you look at water like nourishment, right? Like, and you look at love like nourishment, right? I if I don't have love 
to give like at all how can I pour nothing into your cup right I don't even have it for myself there's no nourishment for myself so how can I nourish you yeah and so condensation it's it's, (laughs) (laughs) hateration holleration in the dancery (laughs) calling your mother Uh, she ain't gonna do shit she's not (laughs) (laughs) love you girl (laughs) yeah I just think that people sometimes they don't they're she probably feels bad that she feels bad you know like yeah she did and I was like it's that's just a weird feeling to me that's just a weird not feeling but that's like a weird concept to me because I'm like I don't I don't think I've ever been like even when somebody tries to like like how you felt we me and Corinne both woke up with emotional hangovers after this past weekend about a situation that happened on my birthday and I woke up with the emotional hanger in the aspect that like I felt like I was being uh like almost like a birthday zilla because like you know there were just certain things that were happening and it was it was making me do a toxic thing where I was being passive aggressive to me me being passive aggressive is toxic because I'm like when I get passive I, get I don't think you were being passive aggressive from what I saw yeah if it's a situation that I think I don't think you were being passive aggressive um but I think that like it's I just will, I say things in a way where it's like, I get people to think and it's like, but I make them feel dumb about doing it because I'm like, well, why would you do this? You know what I mean? So like, yeah. that's why I think it's like, pass, in my head, it's passive aggressive because. I mean, it's for them to feel dumb or not. You're not right. telling them you should feel dumb. Like, yeah. they have it on their own feelings. Yeah. But like, I think in that situation to tell someone like, hey, no, this is actually how I see it. And you, this is not the appropriate place to have this conversation. If you want to have this conversation, we can talk about it over here. That doesn't feel very good to say to people, but it's not passive aggressive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Passive aggressive. Like you're not actually gonna do this. This is my birthday, and we can have this later. Yeah, yeah. And but I had an I had I woke up with an emotional hangover. But the funny thing is that if the people around you would have been hyping you up, it probably wouldn't felt that way. Right. So then you have to examine. That's that is a time where you have to sit with yourself and be like, I think the most important work is self work. Mm Work. And that's because you have to, people in the world will try to make you feel the way that they feel, right? Like in the situation, someone's like, well, this is my assessment of it. So then, then I want you to, if you agree with my assessment, then I'm right. 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 As opposed to being like, actually, like, let me sit with myself and my own feelings. Mm-hmm. And so what, with what you were saying, it's like, you know that, like, you know when you're being passive aggressive, you weren't being passive aggressive. You have to sit within yourself and say, okay, d- when I'm passive aggressive, I do X, Y, and Z. Did I do any of those three things? No. But that requires you to ha- be, have like radical transparency with yourself to call and be able to call yourself on your own bullshit. And when you're able to do that, you're like you you're able to kind of like edify yourself. Like, no, I didn't do these things. So it doesn't matter what the rest of the people who are sitting around me think about what I've just said or done. I know that I am justified in my feelings because what a lot of people will do is try to make you feel like you don't have the, the right to, to your own feelings. Yeah. Like you don't have the right to stand up for yourself. I want healthy relationships. I know what toxic has been in my life. I'm good. I'm good, love, and joy. I think that there needs to be a healthy balance between like, you know, you can be in your own world. Like you can feel like you're the main character of your own story because I most certainly do. Once you step out in the real world, yes, you're the main character of your own life, but it's like not always about you. Right. Right. Even the best TV shows, everybody has an arc. Everyone's a main character. One Tree Hill, everyone's a main character. I love, though, I love, though, in life, because, like, main character energy is a thing. I, like, live by that. But have you ever noticed it's not the main character that makes the show? It's the person on this. It's the supporting character. Yeah. Yeah. The supporting, it's like you have, it's like Gossip Girl. Ariana Grande and Victoria Justice. Oh. I feel like as a, but I would rather, I would let, I'd rather let the main character go be the main, because that supporting, the supporting character is who's going to carry the show. It's free range. Yeah. It's free range. I can do, I can do and be ever, because while you're over here being the main character and everybody's looking at you to hold this persona, I can be whoever right, and yeah. do whatever. And you know what? Everyone's going to be like, well, that's just her. Right. Because guess what? I don't She's have just to. just being Miley. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. I think that's very true. I'd rather be the supporting character that is going to make the show. Yeah. Whereas it's, the show might be about you, but it's actually, if you were, it's actually about me. The show's actually about everybody because yeah. that's what makes it, I think the reason why shows like that last so long is because it's interesting. There are going to be times in shows and even in people's life where there's a lull. Yeah. But I think that if you live life based on your lull, like you miss out on a lot. 
in a it's in a way it's not all about you yes it's about you but it's not all about you yeah i think also like speak for yourself <laughs> relationships are important right yeah. we we're built for community we we're built for relationships not supposed to live life alone. you're not supposed to live life like so, for Jays. so i think it's in- <laughs> yes or like Bijan's. Bijan's. <laughs> please get out of the room oil <laughs> 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 It was like literally the world's worst dog, but he was the best. He was not the worst dog. I'm kidding. He was a puppy, a poodle, living at home by in this huge house by himself, and everyone was gone. Miss that dog. Um, yeah. What I was going to say, or continuation of what I was going to say, is that like if you live your life like I'm just the main character, it's like nobody wants to be the sidekick, right? If you look at any like forever, yeah. So if you look at like I look at, I think it's weird for PSA. I think it's weird to go around just thinking like I'm the main character and all and my friends are my sidekick. Yeah. Like, that's weird energy. I'll just put that out there. But it's nobody wants to be the sidekick for life. Right. right? And so Batman would have been nothing without Robin first No, but nobody wants to be the sidekick in their own story. Correct. So if you're, like, you're looking at it as if your story is the only one that matters. Right. But they I'm have the main character story. in your story. Right. No, yeah. they're the main character of their own story. Right. You need to create space for people to do that. Right. Like that I doesn't take that away I anything think. from your story. Yes. Yeah. I think was something that's a big huge pet peeve of me is people yeah. acting like they're the main character of my and, and, story. Yeah, I'm like, please. You just got here on the third Right. You're still the casting. Which is Exactly um, why I felt name? the way, which is why exactly why I felt the way I felt in that situation where yeah. it's like, madam, yeah, I've been a main character. You are an understudy. Yeah, back to the back of the line. You'll never be the main character in my story. Right. Yeah. You'd and I'll to... never be the main character in your story. I hope not. Right. Please don't. Please don't. Yeah. That's unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get help. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Get help. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, folks. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. You guys, please make sure you're following us on our Instagram at It's an Okay Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Spotify or wherever you're listening to the podcast. We appreciate you guys so much. Um, we always have a question prompt um, that you can click on on our Spotify, so we would love for you to answer those. Yeah, we want to hear from you guys and just, you know, if you've ever experienced any toxic relationships or friendships and the things that you have either grown or learned from either of those and what you're doing to make sure that you don't continue to walk the path of toxicity. Yeah, exactly. Well, this has been It's an Okay Podcast on toxic relationships and friendships. I'm Samelia. I'm Beth. I'm Corinne Grace. See you next Monday.